90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hey, you guys. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> We're back. What'd you do on your vacation? <laughs> Nothing. It was a sick vacation. That's oh, what happened. Poor Adam. Are yeah. you allowed to tell us what your, what your illness was? It was the COVID. I finally oh. got it after two years. Oh, my oh, gosh. And I wasn't as excited, as excited as I'm sounding now, but, um, no, it was a bad cold, but I carried through and, uh, glad to be back with you girls. Were you, uh, but when you got the news that it was like, were you a bit scared? You know what I mean? Or just. No, because funny enough, I got the news, uh, I tested three times and by the time I tested for the third, the the first two results were negative. Uh, so by the time I tested for the third time, I barely had any symptoms left. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, well. Wow. I've already made it through. Okay, I think that's what that's what's <laughs> going to happen. I think we're all we're all going to get it. Yeah, at some point, and if you're vaccinated, the uh, symptoms won't be as harsh. Yeah, it was a normal cold. Won't recommend it, but hey, yeah. I've seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> so because well, of your time- illness, we 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 missed Kelly's birthday show. We did. Well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday, Kelly. Yeah, but you you both texted me on my birthday, so I appreciated that. Thank you. Kel, you're at like a solid number too, eh? Uh, yep. Yeah, solid, divisible by five. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Nice. You know who actually texted me very early on in the day? Who's that? Your sister. She's good that way. She was like she's a rock good in many ways. St- yeah, she, uh, sister Debbie, uh, sent me like I think it was like ten o'clock or something, and I was like, sister Debbie is on fire. <laughs> like wished me a happy birthday before some of my family members. So nice. like that was uh. That was very good. Yep. I like to carry the vibes throughout the day. So everywhere I went and I got, well, my thing is that I get back in the car and I'm like, okay, I got to, I'll text when I get to home or the next stop or whatever. And then I get to the next stop and it's like, yeah, like, (laughs) I don't even know what I'm doing. So I I feel like I took you through my whole day. Yep. 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 I did. When did you text me? Like 10 (laughs) p.m.? Yeah. (laughs) Which yeah, I, I, I texted pretty late also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get to celebrate long after your birthday. The I eat cake shall again continue. today. Like, I'm still eating cake, so that's fine. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You're really taking it for the team. I actually should mm. send you a picture. So my cake was, last thing about my birthday, then we'll gladly move on. Uh, she, my, my better half took a, had taken a picture of me last summer with me and my two doggies. Yeah. And so uh, she took that picture to the bakery, and they made a replica of me and the two doggies. Wow. Like, because the picture was me with them on the grass, like near my grandma's flowers at yeah. the farm. And so, so that's what was going on. And it was so cute. But the best part is like, when I open up the cake, like I had obviously no idea that this was, you know, happening when they brought the cake to me. But all of a sudden I see like my figurine, like the, the right arm is hanging off a bit, like in the picture. <laughs> and so I go to her, I'm like, uh... Because I know the bakery, right? Like it's it's my friend Natalie from LaSalle Bakery. Who, and if you're ever in Montreal, that's where you should go. And so I said to Elaine, I said, there is no way in hell that Natalie would have left you, let you leave the bakery with my arm hanging off like her cake. <laughs> and she goes, and then she goes, I'm sorry. I had to slam on the brakes on the 13 when I was driving home. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> So my right arm and the figurine was like hanging off. <laughs> yeah, and then one of the dog's ears had fallen off also. So, oh, well, poor you know, Lane. The the, uh, the good news is that it was the cake and that you weren't actually in the car yeah. for the slamming of the brakes. <laughs> Anyways, Elaine can never get away with bad driving because I always find out this time it was because my fake figurine arm was hanging off. <laughs> Just hanging there. 
buy a fake thread. Yep. Well, we've got a pretty decent sized show today. Um, and I'd like off the top, you hate to come off of birthday vibes and uh, talk about sadness, but um, off the top, I think that I'd, I'd like to send condolences to uh, the families of Taylor Hawkins and the Foo Fighters. Uh, that the sad news that by the time the show gets to the people will have been uh, over a week later. And um, there will likely have been more news or a statement at that point. But right now we're just sort of still trying to figure out what the heck, man. Mm-hmm. Just such a, a vital, young, energetic, excellent drummer. And uh, may Taylor Hawkins rest in beats as other drummers were mm. wishing him. Mm-hmm. Just the thing amazing. that I took away, well, obviously the whole thing is terrible, but w- w- the one thing that I thought was super interesting in the social media messages that went out from like mm-hmm. Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, like Brian May, like all yeah. these, all these different people was a, I can't believe he knew everybody. Like it just seems yeah. like he knew everybody. And then was that even like a Steven Tyler who obviously is like rock God, the whole, all the messages were just like what a lovely person Taylor was. Like that was mm-hmm. the, the overall vibe was just, he was like all these different rock stars who could not care about anybody if they didn't want to <laughs> legitimately loved him as a person. Yeah. They, I think that's the, the whole aura of the Foo Fighters. It's, it's a family of, uh, of brothers that, you know, that, that do things that they're not closed off, that they're not, you know, better than anybody else. They're, a- they're active participants in their communities. Uh, and in the community of rock, they're just so accessible. So it's really, it's really cool. I've read, I've, I like, I, I was kind of in disbelief for most of the weekend, like this can't be happening mm-hmm. or it can't have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seemed to be the overall vibe for anything on social that I read too. So do you, uh, cause I know they're only speculating at this point, but do, do we know that he had a drug abuse problem in the past or? Um, he's had some, I think, uh, I know, well, he, uh, he was in a coma a number of years ago, um, where uh, Dave Grohl sort of sat bedside until he came to. And I don't know that it was a problem by definition or if it was just something that that he managed. Maybe there was, like, at this point, what we knew was that there was a number of drugs in his system. And that could have been pain management, you know? Yeah. Uh, Certainly, I think think marijuana was one of them. And, you know, that's not illegal anymore. Yeah. And I think to keep the schedule that the Foo Fighters have, whether it's back-to-back shows or just one show, to be able to uh, execute <laughs> one show like that requires, I think, a, a presence that uh, that I'm I'm just hopeful that it wasn't, you know, more of a problem. I yeah, I hope this also wasn't sort of like just again another sad case of overdosing by accident or you mm-hmm. know something like that, like just terrible. Yeah. Well, so. Um, our hearts go out to uh, to the families of uh, his family and to the family of uh, of the Foo Fighters and uh, to everybody that was touched by his energy. Before you move on, as a, because you, obviously we all know that you know Dave Rolls your rock star boyfriend and like Foo are very important to you. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think they will go on? You know what I've been thinking about that, and I think it could go either way. Like I, I I'm at this point in my life where like it's almost like you can't say anything conclusive and you're not going to be surprised by anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they um, didn't go on and I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Okay. I, I can see it possibly moving forward and having like a rotating uh, series of drummers for the shows that they've got booked. 
Well, they they canceled all shows um, of this upcoming year. They've just announced it, uh, that was late, it. earlier today. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. So, so yeah, like, all okay, shows cancel for a whole like, year. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Well, that answers the immediate how they're going to move forward. I guess they're just going to have to take their time. This is certainly not new territory for Dave Grohl, you know, right. to lose a bandmate. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the relationship with uh, him and Taylor Hawkins was kind of like best friends and and brothers. In fact, you know. So I I I don't know. I just don't <sighs> know. But we're hopeful, you know, that they'll be able to move on in the best possible way for, for themselves because it's a huge part of their family that's gone. So let's talk about <sighs> movies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How do you segue out of that, right? Should we segue well, out of, uh, into trivia out of that? Well, you know what? Uh, I just would like to say just a few little teasers about what do we've it, got on the show it, today. One is, in fact, an actual tease <laughs> on uh, the Scream 6 movie while the fifth one's still uh, new. <laughs> also, uh, who had to cut it out to get himself on a better path? That was a tease. You like that? Sharon, you are uh, a rock star. Uh-huh. <laughs> we've got uh, another drummer in the news. Um I'm basically giving away my own tease by saying which member of Aerosmith will not be playing with the band in Vegas. Of course, Kelly's Trivia, a 90s Rewind. 90s. (laughs) Now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. New cards this week, a blue and an orange one. Watch Ooh, out. Ooh, gosh. Um, budget. What she st- or we'll start with the uh, the heady one, which is news and politics, the, blues ca- the blue card. Um, yeah, so we'll see uh, if you so get this it one. news in or politics? Which telescope took photos of Pluto's surface for the first time Adam. ever? Oh, Adam. I will go with the Hubble telescope. Where to go, Adam? I like it. Are you like a hmm. space junkie? I wanted to be an astronaut when I was younger. Neato. But that was a while back. You got that close. Was, that was You're actually in the, in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I get nauseous if a GoPro is too much. So like I can't, like there's no way I can be. Like, no, me neither. Elaine and I were watching something a couple weeks ago where it was like a, a motorcycle guy and he had like the GoPro on, but he was like moving a lot before he took off and I was like, too much. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it either. <laughs> <laughs> to be so fair, I, the Hubble telescope is the only telescope I know, so. Well, <laughs> good good guess, Adam. Um, all uh, right, so now we're going to the fun orange card. Yay. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Which, which dope toy from the late 90s had the slogan, let's have fun, question mark? Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you Looks look like, like painting you, you. Like you're painting. <laughs> <laughs> the light bright oh that's a good guess it is not though okay. let's have fun sharona hmm. question mark uh, well actually i just fun. realized that the question mark was actually the question mark of the oh, okay. oh let's have fun is it uh oh <laughs> i get what you're saying yeah uh is it uh bop it what is that it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> do you hit things you bop it, you oh. pull it, oh, you yeah. twist it, you then it. There's a bunch of different actions that you have to do as they're telling you to do it. And oh. it's, it's totally addictive and like uh, mind-numbing at the same time because you want to get a streak going. And, and it's going, bop it, hit it, slap it, twist it, and you have to do it. Oh, my God. 
super fun, but honestly, you want to throw it across the room too. Clearly um, not the answer to the question. Good though. to know. Clearly the answer not. to the question is the Furby. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could have guessed that. I wouldn't I would have, have ever guessed that. I would have never remembered that. I remember, I knew there was a Furby. Did not know that that was it though. Hmm. Yeah. Doesn't even sound like fun. So nope. what a misleading question that was. <laughs> Do you remember, Sharon, this would have been in like, I feel like Adam would have been too young, but like maybe, like we'll say like 87, 88-ish. I remember yes. being like eight or nine years old and there was like, uh, I remember I got it for Easter this this one particular year. It was like, it was a ball that had it almost looked like a like a planet like because it was like a ball with like a like a plastic saucer around it yeah. and and you would put your two feet on it and you could jump yes. around on it yeah and like it was super like i was addicted to this thing it was great exercise you didn't know that of course as an 8 year old but i can't remember the name of that thing but it was like all the rage that that summer yeah. it was like to jump around on the saucer either. thing but it's super cool and totally great exercise it's like a bosu ball yeah exactly now. yeah yeah let's bring it back I got a few uh, scrapes on the old knee. No doubt. Yeah, because if you miss your shot, (laughs) Kelly, was it called? Was it called a pogo ball? Maybe. It looks like um, Saturn. Like it it looks like Saturn. I have a picture here. It's called a pogo ball. Nice. I wish I could get my hands on one of those again. Mine was like a bright blue ball with a bright pink like rim around it. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that thing, and I I use it for years. I thought it was amazing, and then teenage land came, and that was it. Hmm. I hear you. I was in the clubs when you were yeah. pogo balling, Kel. <laughs> <laughs> in your white hammer pants. Were they white, Sharon? Did we have that? They same? were white. Okay. <laughs> Awful. White's not even a flattering color. I know. Especially not on the bottom. Is there a picture anywhere of this? There has to be somewhere. Please find it. This is season 10 of our show and you have yet to find this picture. God, those hammer pants. There was just like a lot. I could, I think knowing nothing about sewing, I think I could make hammer pants just because they were <laughs> like just a lot of material and a waistband and two things for your ankles and then just fabric. Yeah. Did you roll up the bottom? Because my sister had a pair where it was like super baggy and then it came down to a tighter kind of like fit Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about jodhpurs. Oh, is that what? Are you not? They're like riding pants? Is that what kind of? Yeah, I had those too. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> the name is even the hottest part of the Oh, both. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are those new jodhpurs you're wearing? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh the Anyways. early 90s. So great. Oh, oh fashion. Yeah. my dad. And my dad used to say to her, like, is she... I think she spent like 80 or 100 bucks on these jeans, right? Like at the time. Yeah. And my dad, I never forget, because my sister's super tiny, right? Like she's she's always been in shape. She's a marathoner, the whole thing. She comes into the house like uh, with these pants on and like my dad said to her, did you poop your pants? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's exactly the look you're going for. Uh... She's like, no, daddy, but that's what I'm going for. So. <laughs> It was good. I thought they were the coolest thing ever. Like, I thought she looked cool. Because, like, especially when you're little, yeah. you she kind of was, like, she predated TLC by a little bit. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, by, like, a year and a half, maybe? Because yeah, this yeah. would have been, like, 1990. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Hey, well, speaking of pooping your pants. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Watch your step. Courtney Cox, excited about the next installment of the newly revisited Scream series. So that's still happening, 
But she's been quoted as saying, I got the script yesterday. I haven't read it yet. I just got it. I'm excited to read it. And I know they're going to start filming in June in Canada. And then she went on to say, I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Too late, Courtney. The jig is up. Uh, oh but then she like teased Phoebe's from Phoebe from Friends, like letting it out of the get out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she said, "Let me tell you the killer." <laughs> I think the fact that we know who the killer isn't, at least because of three of them now. We talked a couple of weeks ago about Nev Campbell also being uh, talking about having been contacted about Scream Six, and I think David Arquette as Dewey is part of these plans also. So it really kind of gives away at least who didn't get it in uh scream number five but mm-hmm. i would imagine that it's probably still worth a watch i haven't seen it yet you haven't seen it yet scream five i haven't either did you i, I, I really loved enjoyed it the other ones. oh did Adam you love it? it it was the first scream i saw i've never seen one through four that was the first one i saw it was amazing oh cool you yeah. totally have to watch the other ones at least the first three mm-hmm. i, don't I, know I, I will for one day Apparently the fourth one wasn't that good. Was it was it that one that wasn't great? I think so. Yeah. The other one the first two, I thought normally you have a scream and it was so clever. Oh, then, the fifth one then, is it's clever, it's funny, it it, it jokes about scream. Like oh, it jokes cool. about the older movies and it's just really well done. Oh nice. Okay, I'll look forward yeah, to that. Highly recommend it. Mind you, I get scared way easier now and things stay in my head longer. So I'm It's not, sure not even scary. It's always the same scare jump. You know it's coming. You know he's gonna, someone's going to open the fridge and right. then the door's going to close. And <laughs> did they, in that movie, though, because you know I have watched I, I, I think I only saw the first one. I can't remember. Do they show like death and destruction or is it implied? Both. Oh, really? But it's like... It's gory to a point where it's acceptable, almost. Yeah. Okay. It's not excessively it's, gory. It's cartoony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah, I think, Sharon, you and I have talked about this many times. Like, I'm not a fan of seeing, like, ridiculousness. Like, I'm more yeah. of, like, the implied, like, oh, okay, we know it didn't work out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. like, I don't need, like, this going on. Yeah, totally. Did you guys ever see Get Out? Mm-mm. Yeah, that was great. Holy moly, that was like that's we a whole, had, that's a whole other different kind of movie. That's pure mind horror movie. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was great. But that for us, we didn't know anything about it except that it was getting great attention. So I had no idea about the story. So when we watched it, we were like five or ten minutes in, where something starts to go, you know, down a path. Let's say, and I got a chill from. The top of my head, <laughs> down my spine, into my feet, like sort of like, oh, my God, what is happening? Like it was, again, going in completely like, this would be good. Everybody's talking about how good it is. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, my God. Did you know it was, it was a horror movie? I don't think we did. Oh, God. Well, you're so, in for, you were in for quite a ride. <laughs> oh, my God. No kidding. It was so good, though. But like, yeah. like so good that it, it affected, you, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you know what's crazy is my 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 niece and nephew have been brought up by like because my sister's just like whatever like lets them watch not everything but you know what I mean like they've been into horror movies because my sister's a big horror movie fan so like you know so so I laugh that my nephew and my niece are braver than I am they're like ah, I saw it and I'm like what like <laughs> yeah oh man well you guys did you get my reference before when I talked about someone having to cut it out. Cut it out. 
That's uh, Dave Coulier's signature. Mm. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, he's cut out the booze and the partying. Rubble. The lovable Joey from Full House. Did he make it onto Fuller House? I never watched. Yeah, I believe he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Full and Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now speaking out about dealing with his alcoholism and what helped him get clean. Uh, and the uh, I imagine the face planting um, on the golf course that rendered his face all smashed up was a good starting point, realizing that he did, in fact, have a problem. Mm-hmm. But what he says is that, I thought, am I going to be able to make people laugh again? Are we going to have the same good times? Uh, this was, you know, him looking at himself without alcohol and, you know, clearly funny is funny. So, um, and he's looking back and thinking that he's glad he got past all the hurdles. So it's still funny times for Dave Coulier, just mm-hmm. no alcohol. I didn't, did you know, I didn't know he had a problem cause he's been sober for two years now, but I didn't, I didn't know that there was a thing. I didn't either. So what did he, he referred to himself as a, a functioning alcoholic, right? So yeah. wh- why would anybody know there's a problem? Yeah, I guess no, even the him. fact that he's been in recovery for because I think it's two years, right? I think that's what the article said. Mm-hmm. It was two years. Yeah. It's interesting that we're only and, and I mean, again, we have no right to know whether he is or is not like, you know, uh, in recovery. But uh, it's interesting that he decided to talk about it now as opposed to but maybe he wanted to make the two years right to yeah. you know, to sort of say like there's a significant time period that's gone by. And imagine the two years. Like, look at the two. <laughs> that's a challenging two years anyways. Mm-hmm. So good for him for making it. It's interesting how some people like either went the other way during the pandemic or really got their stuff together during the Mm -hmm. pandemic. I know people that actually did both. Oh, really? (laughs) Sort of maybe went a little harder on uh, wine with dinner. You know, like dinner starting at three kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then realized within it all that some decisions had to be made. Because I think when we were in it, we were sort of like... Oh, this is going to be just a few months, and then and then a few months turns into a year, mm-hmm. year and a half, two years, and we're you know we're still in it, yep. you know, based mm-hmm. for the fact that it's still out there. So our our actions have to sort of keep up with. <laughs> we're not just sitting at home, you know, like we still have to work and we still have to do mm-hmm. our stuff. So you still have to make uh, choices that are healthy for yourself. I think I don't know. I'm speaking for me, but I'm assuming because the three of us are doing the same industry job. Because I was going to work still, you know what I mean? Like we had yeah. to be at the radio station. Like there was a sense of normalcy anyways through it. It wasn't normal being on the air though, especially that first couple of months because like we're the fun station that I work for. And like yeah. there was nothing to talk about because n- there was no more TV shows being made. Like movies were being canceled. Like mm-hmm. anything that a pop station would have talked about was like meh, like just not there. So that, yeah. so it, even looking back sometimes I'm like how did we even get through that and still try <laughs> to be entertaining and and like to make few people cuz I just wanted to make people feel like if I'm okay and I'm sounding okay in the air, I hope that makes you feel like your day's not not abnormal. Totally. I felt lucky, like fortunate to you know, be considered essential service, yep. which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and and to have a a change of like a distraction the distraction of going to work uh, and then to be validated by listeners that were, you know, have said and continue to say that, you know, listening to the radio mm-hmm. is what got them through yeah. to have a voice knowing that someone's there, that kind of thing, that kind of connection, whether it was, you know, a text message or a phone call to the station or just listening, period. People really appreciated that. So yeah, exactly. it felt, uh, makes you feel good. Um, You know who doesn't feel good? Well, he probably feels good with his decision, but Joey Kramer, 
drummer for Aerosmith, will not be playing Vegas when Aerosmith uh, sets up shop there. And there's a bit of a history there in that he had some injuries a couple of years ago, so he wasn't able to make Vegas the first time. And now he's choosing to stay with his family during the uncertainty of COVID, which, no offense, he can make whatever decision he likes, but I'm not sure if we're in the uncertain section of COVID. I, <laughs> I would imagine that was like two years ago, you know? But uh, the band made a statement saying, regrettably, that he's made the decision to sit out the band's concerts in 2022 so he can focus his full attention on his family during these uncertain times. He and the band look forward to his future performances with Aerosmith, end quote. So not entirely touchy-feely, warmy-fuzzy. Um, and maybe because there is history there where he did take some time and uh, deal with his shoulder injury. And then there was a story where he wanted to get back in and they said no you know, kind of wait till you're ready sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But there's obviously more yeah, of the Yeah, I think there's a, a precedent that has been set now. Like, and so it sounds like this is the, the we'll all get along statement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys, do you think you might be ready for a 90s rewind? Let's Does it talk do about it. your hammer pants? <laughs> they are always implied, Kel. Okay. <laughs> this when are we going back to? Well, we're going back to when Will Smith had uh, less, um, <laughs> well, when he was less about, you know, open hand smacking someone for a harmless <laughs> joke and more about getting jiggy with it. Oh. Uh, we're talking about early springtime, 1998. Oh. oh, good guess. <laughs> but around. <laughs> 1998, the Titanic had sunk once again on the big screen, uh, and Celine Dion's massive hit, My Heart Will Go On, was still going on uh, in the top 10. Spice Girls, too much, Kel. Oh, Adam, yeah. remember? It's right here. That's why you yeah. do remember. Too much was on the rise on the charts, and uh, next, we're also on the rise. Ooh. Perceivably too much, also, uh, with their overt jam too close we don't need to quote the lyrics you know what they are uh, uh how about this one i'll give you a little line i love this intro exactly this is a, a little riff that's been in our heads since 1998 thanks to third eye blind mm. semi-charmed life was making its statement around this time in 1998 um how about usher Starting to get some speed on You Make Me Wanna. That was at number 31. That was in 98? Yeah. Wow. I you thought, Make Me Wanna okay. Leave the One I'm With. Start a new relationship. This is what Maybe you don't do. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Usher. Stay there. Um, and you know what? It wouldn't be long before Chumba Wumba would become a name <laughs> that everyone knew, even though it was a completely different story for their signature hit, the song that more often than not gets referred to as I Get Knocked Down. <laughs> Uh, it's actually called Tub Thumping, but of course you 90s fans knew that. That yes. is your 90s Rewind. Thank you, Sharon. It was excellent. It's a pleasure. Excellente, Excellent. Sharon. Oh, gracias, Kelly. <laughs> gracias, Adam. This <laughs> Who hasn't like had super, a nap? This was like the supersized version. Yeah. Because we, we missed a week with Adam's illness. <laughs> Zillness. I'll take the blame. Okay, He's, great. It's COVID. <laughs> I like your shirt today, Adam. I always comment on your sweaters, and now Thank this you. is a nice uh, gray shirt with Burton, Burton. the snowboarding nice, uh, variety. Yes, uh, my nice Burton shirt. If Burton you know would I'm like to sponsor us, we're open to it. Oh, yes, <laughs> Burton. 
Hang 10. Uh, <laughs> Wrong sport, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there. How about yeah. that one? <laughs> uh, I am ready for uh, winter to be over. It's officially spring for yeah. like two weeks now. Not feeling like it. Where we live, no. Mother Nature is still in a mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks a lot. I talked to a, f- a friend of mine the other day in um, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And nice. uh, and she's like... Uh, so like for uh, so for her it was like eighty degrees. So our American friends will know what that means. But I was like, what? Like I was like, it's like because that's like <laughs> what twenty there? or twenty one for us here or something. And I'm like, I can only dream of that. Oh God, yeah, brutal. The last Brutes. thing I will make I will make note of is is I don't know if you notice this, but I feel like you have in the fall for us when it starts to get cold. If it's like eleven degrees or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. we're like. This is freezing, but like in in April, we're like eleven degrees. Like, yeah, it's like, true. <laughs> so excited for it. Can't wait. Yeah, because it's not yeah. minus nineteen. Yeah. Oh well, you guys, thanks for another fun show. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. And thanks everybody for finding us wherever it is that you do that. We appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out, Rachel. It's Rachel. A oh, I know. Last thing. <gasps> uh, so, Ginger Bear. Has passed the one who has the hots for Adam. Uh, right. <laughs> wants I you, you. I thought has, you were going to say Ginger Bear passed away. I was like, this, no, this Ginger is Bear. Going Ginger somewhere. Bear is great. Okay. Uh, Ginger Bear <laughs> has let us let it be known that she is from. I'm assuming it's a she. We still have not uh, figured this out yet. But uh, from New Zealand, Ooh. and she has requested that Sharon do a Kiwi accent. I needed more of a heads up. So is that, that your homework for next week? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will do that okay. for next week. Ginger okay. Bear. So I Ginger think so, so we have Ginger Rachel Bear. in Australia. Rachel. And, and we <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> it's a burner. That's all I know. That's more than enough. We she know enjoys your burner. You know. She said it. Anyways. Oh, good. <laughs> Coolio. Well, again, thank you guys. Wherever you are in the world, I will master your accent. <laughs> and by master, I mean butcher. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for playing along with us. And thanks for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.